0: How come black folks love being dishonest about things that they know are patently true? So I'm pretty sure y'all seen the commentary from that dude that makes that Dilbert comic strip. I remember that comic strip as a kid. I used to read it every now and then, but I never really got like heavily into reading it because, you know, Now that I think about it, it wasn't like my parents were buying newspapers all the time. So I would catch it whenever I can catch it. But anyways, old buddy made that comment, right? Talking about, he read some poll. And the poll was saying something that, I guess, over 50% of the people who responded to the poll were, uh, they said that they dislike white folks. Or it's not okay for white people to embrace being white or something like that. I don't know. And then he goes out and he says, well, if that's the case, then, you know, black folks are a hate group and I don't want to be associated with it. Then he's like he moved to a community where it's like a relatively low black population. And then he was saying some stuff about how he used to identify as black (laughs) I guess, because he wanted to be on a winning team and he used to go all out to try to help black folks, but now he's like, he ain't helping black people no more and white folks need to just stay the F away from black people. So he said all that and now he gets canceled. I think all these major newspapers are dropping the uh, the Dilbert comic strip, but you know, I don't think he really cares because I'm not sure how old he is. He looks like he's got to be in his 70s or something by now. He's probably you know, a multi-millionaire a few times over. And he probably really doesn't give a damn. But anyways, you see all these black folks coming out. Talking about, oh, he's racist. He's this, he's that. I'm like, is he really being racist? Or is he just really telling the truth? Because... The same things he's saying, you hear a lot of black folks saying it about other black folks, to include me. I say it all the time. You got a certain segment of black folks, upstanding, well to do, that just don't wanna have anything to deal with, you know, niggas out there, right? We know this to be true. And then we also know that there's another segment of black folks, your woke-ity-wokes, your pro-blacks every single day they wake up they got white people on the brain and they just every time they open their mouth they always got something to say about white folks calling them racist calling them this calling them that and then you look at the white person you know (laughs) you know sometimes i feel kind of bad for white folks right the ones that genuinely want to help black people and In systemic racism and white supremacy and all this boogeyman crap I kind of feel bad for them in that just like the dude that made that comic strip Dilbert said he's he's like he was saying something like no matter what I do I get called a racist and I've seen this happen so many times in real life where you would have a white person that'll try to step up and say something on behalf of black folks or you know try to defend black folks and then black folks will turn right around and call them racist. and say we don't need you speaking up for us. And then that white person they'll go silent. They won't say nothing. And then black folks will turn right around and call them racist for not saying nothing. It's like <laughs> I look at some of these white folks, I'll be like, "Man, y'all got it. I feel bad for y'all, man." Damned if you do, damned if you don't, you can't say nothing. But you know, this is what this is exactly what happens when it comes to people like old buddy that made that comic strip, right? They'll go out there, and try to help, try to do their part, because you know, white guilt, you know, society has broken them down and pressured them into believing that, you know, they're sin that they're responsible for the for the sins of all white folks in the past. So now they're out there trying to you know, make corrections. But as soon as they go out there and try to make corrections, make amends or whatever the case may be, they get called racist. But if they don't go out there and try to make amends, they'll get classified as a racist. So it's like, what's the point? <laughs> what is the point of trying to help Negroes out? You know what I mean? Like, what's the point? I then you look at black folks, you know, black folks, they'll be out here talking this crap. White people just need to leave us alone. Stay out of our business. Yada, yada, yada. Man, I wish niggas would stop lying about that crap too. If you remove all white folks from the equation and let black folks fend for themselves, nigga, it's going to be mad max out here. I mean, we can already see this kind of happening in some major cities. Like, take Baltimore. Predominantly black city. Alright? what they say, like, When they say like 90, 95% of the kids can't read at a grade level or, you know, some ridiculous number like that. And then you look at Memphis, like 60 something percent black, black from the top to the bottom in all political aspects. And you see all the crazy problems they got out there. And then they want to turn around and blame it on white supremacy when uh, five black cops beat up a black dude. So. Even if you leave black folks to their own devices, leave them alone. What's really going to come as a result, man? It's going to be a whole bunch of chaos and confusion where you're going to have all the decent, upstanding black folks trying to get the fuck away from these niggas. Because we already do it now. Every time a Negro comes into some money, whether they hit the lottery, they get a record deal, they get a professional sports contract... They get a, a decent job where they can afford To move out the hood of the community First thing niggas do is Pack their stuff up and get ghosts As they should Right? As they should Like niggas and Black folks who are trying to be productive Upstanding members of society Raise their family, pay their taxes Go on their little vacations You know, just, just chill and, and be productive members of society They not trying to deal with these damn Headaches, man Niggas are not trying to deal with these headaches. Damn, was that dude asleep? Yeah, I think that dude is either asleep or man. <laughs> I don't know. Hope that hope old buddy ain't have like a stroke or something. I just rolled past, I was at a stoplight in this car. It looked like this old dude was driving it. And he looked like he just nodded out. So somebody just honked the horn. And I'm still driving, looking in the rearview mirror, and the car still hasn't moved. So I'm like, I wonder if this dude's stroked out or he just got narcolepsy or something. I don't know. Anyways, what was I saying? But anyways, you got, you got a whole bunch of upstanding black folks like myself. We don't even want to be around these Negroes, right? And then there's another collective of black folks, all uh, educated, arty, smarty Negroes. Which I fall into that category too But there's like a subcategory Or maybe I'm the subcategory with this But you got the already smarty negroes Who like to be all loud and boisterous online Talking about how it's racism White supremacy They's hunting us, they's killing us But even these negroes Don't even want to live in the community Right? Like they'll be the first ones online Talking about how white folks is doing this They's racist, yada 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 But you go pull up you go pull up their um their address, I can almost promise you, damn near all their neighbors are white. Like they're not even trying to be in and around the community where all the craziness ensues, right? Ensues. And like, and like, like niggas just be lying just to be lying, right? But when a white person turns around and says that, well, you know, maybe we should just leave black folks to their own devices. It's like, well, this is what black folks been saying since forever. But now that a white guy says it all of a sudden it's racist, but it's like, damn, nigga, ain't that what y'all been saying? But like I say, if you remove all white folks from the equation, it's going to be like total chaos and confusion. It's going to be Mad Max out here because, you know, niggas, <laughs> Negroes love white folks. Right. I don't listen. Niggas love white folks be like, I don't care how pro black, how wiggity woke niggas claim to be. Niggas love white folks. Because like I've been telling y'all for years, right? Most Negroes, they'll hop online. This thing's still recording. They'll hop online, right? Be all pro-bliggity black, all woke. But they only do that when they off the clock or when it's their lunch break. Because the majority of Negroes are collecting paychecks from white folks. Like, that's who's signing paychecks, right? And then you got all these pro-blacks out here, like Boyce Watkins, like I see him out here preaching this um he put up some post the other day It was it yesterday I saw he said he said what the post say I think I saw it on Twitter it said something about why continue to go to work for people who hate you <laughs> like that's what the post actually said come come to my conference in Los Angeles and learn how to get off the corporate plantation and start a business So it's like boys to say that but then, he'll be, but then he's been dropping videos lately where he's like on some damn near communist type of crap where he's like anti-capitalist. It's like, it doesn't even make sense, man. So it's like one. So what I'm saying is niggas will say one thing and then at the side of their mouth say something of the complete opposite of what they're saying or how they're living. It's the weirdest crap, right? But like I said, you remove all black folks, I mean, all white folks from the equation Niggas going to be hungry and starving, ashy, and naked out in these streets, man. Because, like, this is fine. You remove all white folks from the equation, now black folks got to fend for themselves. Who is going to hire Negroes? Like, right now, right? We live in a country where you can go down there and, you know, do whatever you got to do to start a business, whatever the case may be. If you look at all the black-owned businesses, I give you all these stats before, At least I got to go. I got to go check. But prior to the pandemic, and I'm pretty sure it's not that far off. But prior to the pandemic, there were only 2 million black owned businesses in America. 2 million. And out of that 2 million black owned businesses, only 100,000 of them actually had employees. That means 1.9 million were just, you know, niggas who got an llc like i got one niggas who work for themselves people who created a job for themselves to where you know they're not making enough money to where they can hire an employee and then out of those hundred thousand that do hire employees i'm willing to bet the over the overwhelming majority of them are like probably mom and pop shops where they got like maybe two or three people on payroll there's probably family members or something like that or you know some little jit around the corner or something that they know. But it's not like you're going to all these black folks and you're just going to have an abundance of economic opportunity to where you can just, you know, totally remove yourself to a certain extent from dealing with white folks and now you're just dealing with number of black folks. You go to work every day, they playing trap music, they playing some, uh, you know, they playing... <laughs> You know, they are playing some some dashiki music or you know whatever it is that you into. You know what I'm saying? It's like you can't get away from white folks for better or for worse. It is what it is. It just, I mean, it just is what it is. Now, my thing is, is that saying that you gotta totally assimilate in terms of you uh, just becoming a chocolate covered white person. No I mean you can still retain your blackness Your black culture You know eating fried chicken and pork chops And you know (laughs) Doing whatever it is niggas do right Doing what we do You know what I'm saying But you do need to learn how to Assimilate into this society In terms of How things operate and function In the year 2023 Moving beyond Because niggas are stuck in the past Right so I was listening to um, clips of uh, DL Hughley and um, some of them, some of them Looney Tunes chicks from um, Fox Soul as they were responding to that dude Dilbert, uh, the guy that made that comic strip Dilbert, right, or whatever the heck it's called. And so all they can do, instead of addressing his points on what he was saying as it relates to the current conditions, because when you listen to his statement. He's making his statement in reference to the current times, the current climate of today. But when niggas hear that crap, niggas got to go all the way back to slavery, all the way back to Jim Crow. Hell, they even go all the way back to when the slave ships first hit Africa, talking about colonization over there. It's like if you're going to address the man's point and call it out for racist and why you think it's racist, yada, yada, yada. Why don't you attack it in terms of today's climate and what's going on today? Instead of instead of why instead of going all the way back in the time to try to put together an argument to justify him being racist. No. Put together your argument based off of things that are happening today. And so, what is happening today? Well, if you go look at the latest crime statistics, Sub-Zero, he did a video earlier today. He was highlighting the crime statistics. Well, that whole 1350 thing, 13% of the population committing 50% of the, uh, the violent crimes in America. Guess what? It still holds true. And I know people love to say, oh, man, that's a, that's a racist white supremacist talking point. How is that a racist white supremacist talking point when you're looking at actual numbers? Like you got thirteen percent of the population responsible for over half or over half of the violent crimes in America. Like that is just a, a fact. That's a fact. I mean, I don't, I don't understand how that, how, how y'all have allowed people to classify that as this is a um, racist white supremacist talking point to point out facts. But then again. This is the type of stuff that gets myself labeled as a coon because coons, we try to deal with relevant facts, right? Woke people and, and uh, pro-black babblers, they only like to deal with historical facts that are like 50 to 100 plus years old. They don't like to face the facts of what's happening today. So what what is happening today that will make the guy that made Dilbert, the comic strip Dilbert, what would make him want to separate from black folks? Well, just turn on your television, go to MSNBC, and see why Tiffany Cross was fired. She's on television every; she was on television every other day, going in on white folks, just this flat-out open racist rants against white folks, to the point where they had to fire her. And the chick that runs MSNBC is a black woman. In case you guys didn't know that, go look up the CEO of MSNBC. It is a black woman, a dark-skinned black woman, who felt that Tiffany Cross's ranch was so racist, she had to let her go. Look at what Joy Reid says every time they get she gets on her television show. They just be—it's a field day with white folks over there, right? They just be going in on white people. We in this in this current in this current time or in modern times, as I should say, in modern times, it is like totally one hundred percent acceptable to just be flat out openly racist towards white folks. But then you know, black folks, they'll always come back around and say this dumb shit. We ain't got no powers. We just can't. We just can't be racist. We ain't got no powers. That's some BS. Because here's where the power lies with, with Negroes. Social media has given niggas power. Meaning you can go out there and accuse a white person of being racist. Two minutes later, niggas don't find their address, their place of employment, and, and, and they getting fired all over the place. <laughs> that, they getting fired all over the place, right? But then someone be like Well they's just gonna get rehired And as soon as they get rehired Motherfuckers is all on their ass again Like let's just stop fronting like it ain't what it is Social media has given niggas power Right You can go out there and burn streets up Burn black businesses down All in the name of police brutality Right During the middle of a damn pandemic When we all supposed to be dying of Of, of, of airborne diseases Right No mask on, everybody just cool with it, you know what I mean? Niggas got power, right? So I wish niggas would stop fronting. Like like I say, when niggas formulate these arguments of no power, they are mentally teleporting back to the damn Jim Crow era, right? Because I told you, I really truly believe most black folks today who scream racism nonstop I honestly believe these niggas are mad that they weren't born in slavery or during the Jim Crow era. Like, they're mad. They pissed off. They missed out. These are some of the freest Negroes that have ever existed. There's only one group of black folks who are more free than American blacks. The most free black people of all time are the Negroes that live on Sentinel Island. Them, the freest black people ever in the history of mankind. They've been doing their own thing on that island for upwards of like 30,000 years running around with uh, grass skirts on covering their titties and shit. They chilling like a mug. You come to that island, they lighting you up with all types of sticks and spears, right? That's what they do. But next to them, black Americans are the freest Negroes of all time. Right? I mean, we, we just hella free out in these streets. Niggas are so free. Like I said earlier, you can go out there and, and protest pol- police brutality burn stuff down and and not even get arrested everybody's just gonna make excuses for you robbing and looting stuff talking about talking about uh this stuff could be replaced they got insurance it's like y'all do y'all even know how the insurance thing works, niggas That like you go out there and burn something down all of a sudden you snap your fingers and jake from state farm just magically appears out of thin air to cut you a check it's like nah nigga, that's not how this works you burn somebody's business down it could take months for them to possibly get a check but in the meanwhile what they gonna do you think because you know y'all they think all business owners are rich right you see these people that own these corner stores or these little boutique shops or whatever Man, most of them probably making like $50,000, $60,000 a year. Average person, right? They might be doing all types of revenue. They might have, I don't know, I'm just throwing some numbers out, a hundred to a quarter million or $500,000 worth of revenues. But that's just the money coming in. You're not accounting for all the damn expenses like rent, electricity, re-upping on your supply, marketing, all this other crap that goes into trying to make that business viable, then once you get down to the money that's left over to where you can pay yourself a salary you know some of them most of them are probably paying themselves anywhere between 50 to hundred thousand dollars a year and then they still got to pay taxes on top of that and pay pay their mortgages and their rent and all this other crap so you come through burn the business down and you think jake from state farm just gonna pop up out of thin air and cut a check like no that's not how that happens those checks might not come in for months cuz cuz the insurance people got to do an investigation, make sure it wasn't you that just set your shit on fire just to try to just to try to get over on the system and all this crap. These insurance companies going to take their sweet time because look, you all know how insurance companies operate. They don't like cutting checks. They love collecting your money. But when it's time for them to cut a check for the insurance policy you paid out, they're gonna do everything in their power to try to find something wrong to prevent from paying from uh from cutting that check or you know, whatever the case may be. But anyways, you tell that to the average Negro, you know what I'm saying, they don't comprehend it. But they don't understand that, yo, you, you do it have power. Social media and the media, mainstream media has given niggas power to where you can just get off all willy-nilly for, for for damn anything these days you know what i'm saying unless it's just totally something that egregious that can't be ignored but for the most part niggas is chilling especially when it comes to you know doing stuff like that uh, uh getting disrespectful and you know causing chaos and and harm onto other people and you know all this marching and protesting bullshit niggas been doing for the past couple years. But regardless of all that, when you when you try to frame everything in these conversations, Negroes really struggle with trying to frame an argument as it directly relates to modern times. Niggas always gotta go back to Tulsa, Oklahoma. Tulsa, Oklahoma was like a hundred years ago, nigga. I think it happened in like 1920 or something like that. Redwood, uh, not redwood, rosewood down here in Florida happened like a hundred years ago. All all the infamous events we all know, they all happened like a hundred years ago for the most part, right? Who is burning businesses down today? Every time something, uh, every time, every, every time somebody sets it off, some racial incident sets off people. It's always Negroes who are out there. Like I was born in 1980, I ain't never seen. I, I've literally, I've literally never seen white folks just run out there and just start burning people's stuff down. Like I ain't seen it in the in the almost 43 years I've been alive. I ain't never seen it. Right? We talking damn near half a century. It's been black folks out there every time something goes wrong. Niggas is out there tearing stuff up. Oftentimes, they're tearing stuff up in their neighborhoods. Right? So niggas do got power, but like I say, niggas don't want to frame things in the present time because if you try, if, if the average negro who thinks he's woke and he woke BS, if they try to frame things in its proper context as it directly relates to what's going on today, niggas are gonna look hella stupid out in these streets. the The data is just not gonna be in your favor. It's gonna make you look hella dumb, and it's gonna prove these so called uh, uh, white supremacists to be correct, you know, in their assessment about I don't want to be around niggas because <laughs> look, look who lead, look who's causing all the chaos and confusion, right? Most of the time, and I know y'all be like, well, what about the white shooters who uh, be shooting up the white schools and be shooting up the grocery stores? How often do uh, these 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 crazy white boy shooters come out? That's not like an everyday thing. That's like a, that's that's like a, you know, that that's not an everyday thing. What is an everyday thing though? Is some nigga out there uh, putting a pistol in your face as you are uh, pumping gas at the gas station? Happens every night, every city across America. I mean, look, I live in Orlando. We just had the crazy negro down here who uh, shot five people and killed three people. Made national news, right? Well, guess what happened the day after that? The day after that and the day after that, every day since that event for the most part, it's been quite it's been like two or three people getting killed. And I go watch the news and look at it, I wanna say damn near all of them were black, with the exception of maybe one. Right? But that ain't gonna make the national news, of course, because you know it wasn't as salacious because you know, obviously he didn't kill some damn news reporter and all that crap. But like I say, two or three days after that event happened, we still had about two or three people getting clapped out here every single day with most of them being black. And hell, I I even, and and niggas in my city, I highly doubt they even know all that crap's going on (laughs) because it ain't making the national news. You know what I mean? But when you look at things in its context today, it's like, who wants to be around this crap? I don't listen. I don't even want to be in the hood of the community. I don't want to be around these wokeity wokes, these pro-black babblers. I don't want to be around that crap. And all them niggas do is call me coons and half-breeds. And, and look, I'm cool with the labels, but I don't want to be around them niggas. Cause at the end of the day, I look at these Negroes. I'm like, what can you do to change anything that you think is wrong? Like, what are you actually doing? Other than hopping online, calling white people racist every five seconds, calling us biracial's half breeds, or calling people like me coons every five seconds, like like what actual impact do you actually present to create a solution? Well, we well, I be teaching peoples how we's gonna start a business. Start a business doing what? Like what? What business are you doing that that you can actually potentially? Hire some people. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, what are we doing here? Most of them ain't doing crap, and they ain't been doing crap, and they are not gonna do crap. They just want to talk and yip and yap and cry about the system, the man, the coons, the half breeds, and white folks all day long, and the Asian and everybody else. That's all they want to do. You know what I mean? Don't want to be around? No productive person wants to be around that 24 seven. You know, it's, it's it's one thing we gotta tolerate you Negroes online, but now we now you trying to you trying to make it seem like we gotta tolerate y'all in real life and, and be around y'all. Nah, I ain't, nigga, I ain't trying to be around that crap. I ain't have my wife and kids around that crap. Nah, b. You just want to live around white folks. Well, these white folks I live around, they some good white folks. <laughs> they cut their grass, pay their property taxes. And guess what? In my neighborhood, I gonna—you know, think I'm going to go around and count. I'm going to count all the Negroes in my neighborhood. I know it's a handful of us out there. But I can almost promise you, if I went up to every black person... Let me see. I'm trying to think of how many houses in my neighborhood. There's quite a few houses out there, right? Into, we're talking about into the hundreds. I'm trying to think how many of those houses probably got a black family. I, I really couldn't tell you. But anyways... It's quite a few, you know, it's enough of us out there, right? Anyways, if I were to go knock on every uh, family's door that has a black family out there, I can almost promise you, if I were to have a, if we were to sit down and have a heart-to-heart conversation, you know, we break out some some sweet tea, (laughs) you know, get us some ribs going, some hot wings going, play some spades and some dominoes. You know what I'm saying? Break out the Hennessy or something. I guarantee if we were to have an honest conversation and I asked all them Negroes, I'm like, hey, why do you live in this community but you don't live over in this community over here that's predominantly black? I can almost promise you they're all going to say the same thing I'm going to say. They don't want to live around chaos, confusion, all this craziness. They they don't want to be around it. I can almost promise you that, let's just say I, I did find all the black folks, right? I can say probably half of them black folks are probably woke Negroes, right? They're probably wokeity woke, woe is me, the police is hunting and killing us Negroes, right? I can almost promise you half the Negroes are like that in my community. But if I were to ask them same questions, them same Negroes will sit around here with they, with they wokeity woke t-shirts on, and they, they gonna tell me the same reason why they they're not in a rush to go back to the community tie and help out. Because they don't wanna be around all that chaos and confusion. You know what I'm saying? They'll they'll have their BLM shirts on and pumping their little fists in the air. But you ain't never, you rarely, if ever, gonna catch them niggas in and around the 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 community tie, community tie where the real problems is going down. They ain't gonna be out there. If they do, it's gonna be like a, a heavy police presence. Or it's going to be some more white folks sprinkled. It's going to be a bunch of white folks out there. Because, you know, that's who dominates BLM protests is is mostly white folks. That's the only time you might catch them. But you ain't just going to catch them out there like that. Unless they're going to get their hair done and they, you know, whatever. They'll pop up in the hood for that. But after that, they're getting the hell up out of there. And I don't blame them. I do find it a little hypocritical, but I don't blame them. Because what I'm saying is, they know the reality of today. They know their BS doesn't align with reality today. You understand what I'm saying? They know it doesn't. They are exist they-, they are purposely choosing to frame all their arguments as if this is the past. This is the civil rights era, Jim Crow, antebellum slavery, colonialism, all that crap that they're purposely framing their whole argument and trying to act like that is their... uh, They're they're framing their whole argument in the past and acting like this is the present. This is how things are going down in the present. Because they know they can't truly give an accurate assessment of how their argument stands up in today's times because they know they'll be full of shit. Like I say, it's just like all these arty, smarty, college, educated Negroes I see online always crying about racism and white supremacy every last one of them niggas damn near owns 000, uh, earns about $100,000 they all work for a white person, they all live in nice communities that are predominantly white every last, I'm talking about all the people I know on social media that be talking this crap that is how all of their lives are every time they go on a trip out of the country damn near all of them go to Europe I, ain't- I only seen one person go to Africa I only seen one, and most of the ones that do go to Africa, they go to Egypt, right? But damn near everybody that I know, the uppity, uppity, educated, graduated from college, Negroes, that got their shake, what's that, what's that, what's that dude, shake, shake, whatever that damn Cuban's name was. But anyways, they got their little pro-black shirts on, their BLM shirts on, always talking about white folks as racist and the system this, system that damn near all of them work for white folks damn near all of them live in the, the burbs surrounded by mostly white folks damn near all of them go vacation overseas in in uh, majority white countries <laughs> damn near all of them wear nothing but majority white uh, designer labels you know what I'm saying like the only, the only black, the only so-called black labels they wear are these random-ass T-shirts they buy from some damn vendor at the flea market, right? Like their whole existence is white, is Eurocentric, because they know what the damn deal is. They know. They know they can't go to the community. I mean, they'll talk this community-minded crowd. We need to do something I, don't, I don't know any of them niggas doing nothing i don't know i hardly know any of these niggas i know like maybe a handful i got like i got like close to 1100 1200 facebook friends i don't have a facebook account since forever all right out of all them damn so-called friends i probably know about half of them in real life where i met them once or twice but you know the majority that i know for real for real all right we're about to go The majority of them that I know for real, for real, you know, these are mostly college. It's probably like, I don't know, maybe 200 that I actually know for real, for real in some capacity. So let's just focus on the ones that I know for real, for real, the 200. Out of them 200, dude, it's probably like maybe 10 of them motherfuckers that actually be out there actually trying to have an impact in and around the community. Everybody else is just bumping their gums on social media, crying about whatever the hell the media told them to cry about that day. These niggas ain't trying to go out there and deal with them babys kids, trying to educate them, get them right. They ain't out there trying to be no big brother. They ain't out here doing none of this crap. So all this white people's needs to get away from black people's and you know, all this crazy talk. You 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 take white people's away from black folks. All them little baby's kids out there that be relying on them damn programs that 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 the white folks and the government be creating. Them little niggas gonna be out on the streets Homeless, ashy and naked Cause ain't no black ain't. I don't know any black folks going out there to help them I don't know any of them You know what They might come through once a year Drop off some book bags or something But <laughs> I don't even know niggas that do that I think I think I met one barber who was doing that You know what I'm saying That's it But man out there doing that crap So it's like all this they, you mad because the white man want to get away from you? I mean, even though you tell the white man to get away from you, I think you're mad. I think niggas is mad because if the white, they, I think they mad at the fact that damn, if the white man does get away and stop messing with us, uh, life might get really hard out in these streets for mo- for a lot of black folks. I, I think that's what they're really pissed off at. They're pissed off at the threat of the white man going away because niggas need that white man around. <laughs> From the top to the bottom, poor the rich. You take you take the white man away from LeBron James, DL Hughley, Steve Harvey, or whoever else is out there. Who gonna pay them niggas? Who gonna sign them paychecks? Who gonna who gonna do it? They gonna have to go back to the uh, to the comedy club on the Chitlin' Circuit. And they ain't trying to do that. He ain't trying to give up his radio spot And just be a, a regular comic on BET again <laughs> You know what I'm saying Niggas need these white folks like, like y'all be talking And like I say even with the average negro I'm Talking about white people Because it was one person Like I say, it was one person on Fox Soul Who was actually saying this So go watch the Fox Soul This little, this little, uh, this little alphabet dude I, I think his name is Funky Deniva I don't know some 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 negro that likes to put wigs and makeup on, right? He actually said that he was like, white people just need to leave us alone. All right, fine. Let white folks leave you alone, nigga. Who 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 you gonna run to? Huh? Who you gonna run to? Because if white folks leave you alone, that means you need to you need to stop using a white man's uh, social media platforms. <laughs> you gotta give up that YouTube. You gotta give up that Twitter. You gotta give up that Instagram. You gotta give up all them blue checks. You know what I'm saying? Niggas ain't trying to do that. I think niggas is really mad at the fact that the white man is threatening to pull his support away. You know what I'm saying? It's like, because I've said this before in the past. I said in the past, with this wokeism, it's going to backfire. It's going to get to the point where white folks is going to get tired of black folks constantly shitting on them every five seconds. Blaming them for things they they ain't had no part in. Like white folks going to get tired of hearing you blame them for for uh being responsible for slavery when when none of them was alive back then. And then you look at all the slave owners, you know, it was only like maybe what? I don't know, one out of every 10 white folks had owned slaves. <laughs> most of white most white folks were broke and poor back then too. But but it's going to backfire. White white folks going to get tired of hearing this crap. They're going to be like, "Man, well, I'm tired of these niggas, man." I'm tired of being called a racist. I'm tired of being called, I'm culturally appropriating. Every time I try to help these little dusty niggas out, they call me a racist. If I don't say nothing, I just mind my business and be quiet. I'm called a racist. It's like, you can't win. I think it's going to backfire. Right? And so now, this might be the start of the backfire. You know what I'm saying? Where you got all these wealthy white dudes who got money and they don't give a fuck because they're like, listen, I'm rich. All the money's already in the bank. You can cancel me all day. My lifestyle ain't going to change. <laughs> I think you might see more of them coming out. And it's not because they're racist. It's just because they just tired of you being. They're they just tired of the shit you niggas saying to them. You know what I'm saying? They're tired of being c- accused of being racist. And so they're going to come out here talking this crap. Well, I'm not going to help black folks. You on your own. Figure it out yourself. Which is the same thing you niggas been saying since forever. But you go but niggas gonna get mad because now they're like, oh shit. We might actually have to figure some stuff out on our own. <laughs> we might actually have to figure this out on our own. I think it is the threat of support being removed. That black folks have been reliant upon in some fashion for, for since forever. The threat of white folks not wanting to help out is what's really got niggas shook that's what i think it is niggas it's like it's like as soon as he said that niggas couldn't compute it's like somebody put a a bug into the code and all of a sudden the damn robot just started acting all crazy like can't compute what 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 what, what, what," you know just started stuttering and shit because niggas have been so so reliant upon white folks in some capacity doing for them you know what i'm saying Niggas get away from black folks. Move out to white. Fo- I mean, look, I get it. I'm one of them. I'm one of them. <laughs> one of them. I, I move out. I move to where it's comfortable that I can. I can afford. You know what I'm saying? Niggas is tired of living. You know, you know what I'm saying? Niggas is tired of being in the hood in the community, dealing with that craziness. But still, at the same time, you want to run around here, escape to that. That to their. To their, uh, to their nicely uh, built up suburbs and communities. <laughs> And then turn around and spit in their face at the same damn time. I think white folks are getting tired of it. And I don't blame them. I don't blame them. You know what I'm saying? Oh, uh, that's because that you're uh, you, you biracial and you're you, a, a biracis. Yeah, nigga. I'm a biracis, half white supremacist. I can understand the, the white man's mentality. You know what I'm saying? It's just like when I was on D. Durrell's panel a few weeks back. He was having this conversation about biracials And D. Darrell made this comment He was like I'm a therapist and I've had biracial kids That I've had to give therapy to And they be in here talking about their issues With being biracial coming from white folks I had to tell D. Darrell I'm like nigga I'm almost 43 Been biracial for almost 43 years of my life (laughs) Came out the womb biracial You know who I've had problems with? mostly black folks i can literally count on one one hand maybe one or two fingers all the interactions i've ever had with white folks who took issue with me being biracial and or black every other encounter niggas (laughs) you know what i'm saying it wasn't like i it wasn't it wasn't like it was some old Bad encounter to the point where I'm like I hate black people it was never like that But I'm just saying every time I had a little A little spat You know what I'm saying when, when niggas had to Throw hands whether I won or lost You know it was, it was the niggas you know what I'm I mean it's the way it was You know what I'm saying Wasn't white folks <laughs> It was niggas And we all know that to be true But uh Anyways I just wanted to run my mouth A few minutes But yeah. Anyways, I think um, yeah. I think I think the uh, just the mere threat of support being pulled is what got niggas all in a tizzy. They they can't comprehend it. It's like but it's like how can you not comprehend it? You have you've had niggas online and in the media saying black folks need to do for themselves since forever. We need to we need to we need to uh, segregate. You don't like cultural appropriation. You don't like, you know what I'm saying? Like niggas, these are things niggas have been documented saying since forever, into the present day. But as soon as a white person comes out and says, alright, well shit, let's, let's separate. Let's do our own thing. Let's let me pull my support. All of a sudden, they're racist. Like, wait a second. This is what you just said you wanted, though. You know what I mean? Like. Like, what are you talking about? I'm going to need you to close your door so I can pull up. All right. This is what niggas wanted, though. All right, anyways, I'm about to go into the store. I'm going to holler at y'all later. Y'all be easy. Peace.